0: Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you don't mind hitting the like, subscribe button, we have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you guys so much for checking it out. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, Go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, they're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now he- But it's like I'm just trying to fucking be better. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> like... bro,
1: I'm not gonna hold you. I've never actually heard anybody outside myself say that about they are that similar, literally just word for word, like bro, I'm trying to be better at life in myself. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to even be better, feeling better about myself. And like. It's funny that people look and see what you're doing and they fucking like marvel over it because, and that's the thing, like there are certain people that are naturally blessed. We are all blessed. We are all gifted with different attributes that should be used. Everybody got a superpower. So it's funny because a person, a CEO, superpower, love you for that. Not knowing that like you are in the crib or wherever trying to like deal with it trying to, like, live through it, you feel me, and figure out, like, why is it you that hold that responsibility? What are you supposed to do with the responsibility? Are you doing enough, you know? And it's crazy because a fan to come up to you and be like, when I see you in New York, I'm yeah. on I'm on my way to New York, like, in my head, this is after everything. I'm in my head just thinking another thing, and then, like, this dude pull up on me, like, yo, Billy Esco yo, I got the Pray for Paris vinyl. Can you sign it? I'm just like, <laughs> and then you pull up on me and then I meet the homie that did my vinyls. My first time ever meeting him. Shout out to uh, Tough Gone Records. You feel me? My boy D. Like, it's crazy because he from Italy. He from over there and it's like, we never met. Oh, so shit. I, Yeah. So I'm meeting him. I'm meeting this fan. You pull up and it's like, all while I'm in my head thinking I ain't did enough.
0: Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Shit. I don't even really want to talk about this a ton on the podcast, but today is a real tough day. Like I had personal shit go on. Mm. That, like I just didn't want to deal with it. I'm going to have to deal with later tonight that I, I don't feel, feel like, but I was looking through my memories and today's the one year anniversary that I came to Buffalo I'm for sorry. the first time, I'm not sorry. even realizing that shit and like getting to talk to you. Like yeah. we've, our paths haven't been able to cross, Bruh. but it worked out today. And uh it's a cool, it's a cool thing because that's the stuff that's like, oh, I am gonna keep going. Yeah. Cause I go through that time where it's like, what the fuck am yeah. I doing? Yeah, that's a fact, man. It's funny. Let me say it
1: like It's funny because like like you said, you just never know. Like, and I appreciate that you was able to like find uh the wherewithal to like actually go through the day and be like, you know, fuck it. Cause for so long, I'd be like, yo, I'm having a terrible day. Um, I'm just gonna push it to tomorrow. Yeah. And then that tomorrow comes, so it's been a bunch of times I'm supposed to link you and then fuck this day. I'm having a bad day. You know what? And it prolongs shit to where you start to miss out on that timing. Like it's all divine timing. So sometime when you don't want to do something, it's better that you do it because it's like you might have did it in that time. And then later, it's like, thank God I did it.
0: Yeah, like, you feel but me? that's how it always works out. Like uh, success is the execution, not the idea. Mm-hmm. Like you got to. Like I think of, the more I get into this, the more I have to think about it, like not it's a job in a bad way, but like, oh, no, like I have to dedicate my life to it like a job. And like if someone's having a bad day and they own a business, they can't take that day off. Like if Mike is having a bad day, like he can't not run this place. Like he has to. So how the like I have to do that, like if I have a bad that consists like at least three episodes a week and I've never missed a week. Mm -hmm. Like
1: that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's funny that you said that too, because like I had to learn that over the past two years. You know, I've done a lot, and we'll get into that. But um, just with these last two years and the growth of Cafe, um, and it kind of like, you know, because I've had multiple brands, I've done multiple things. I'm a brand myself, but with Cafe, it reached a different height because it hit two different uh demographics simultaneously, and then on top of that, it fed like a certain hunger for that time. You know what I mean? Like the hats just happened to be clicking. And I was all me just following intuition. And, and it myself. was
0: before hats really
1: blew up. You feel me? And, that, and that, that was the one time out of many times where I was just like, you know what, well, fuck it. Let me just do it. Because, you know, cafe is... So just to break it down, cafe um is an actual cafe like the cafe brand represents an actual cafe now it started off as like a metaphor for a cafe space just like when you think about a cafe you think either you go there for refreshments or you go in there to like do some type of work or creativity it's always a space and when i was in college um I didn't work a job. I hated fucking working and shit. I worked some shitty jobs or some good ones too. But the time I just wanted to do something myself. And it wasn't really that. This is like 2013, 14, 15 when the idea was being cultivated. So fast forward in time, um, Cafe just represents a space where people can come um and they can converse. Um talk about anything through culture, whatever. And it it's just an expansion of an ideal of creativity of a vibe. Um, but when we dropped the clothes, it was just some
0: yeah, I gotta put out a design real fast. Let me just put out something. Why do you think that was different than like the other shit that you had done before?
1: It was more accessible. Mm. It was more accessible. Um, so if you know me or if you follow me. I've always uh, put my hands in things and then like literally right before it get hot, I like take it out and then like it catches wildfire and it expands everywhere. And I'm like just watching the blaze every time. Um, But I'm always in there you know, rubbing the wood together, pause, super pause on that one. <laughs> super pause. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: one boy we, we, yo, we just came and was like, hey I try to make a fucking ill it. It ass uh, metaphor, yo.
1: I was in the motherfucker, you feel me? Yeah, man. Shout out my boy. I was in the in the joint getting it hot. You feel me? Pause again. Yeah. Whatever you know what I mean. But I was in there, you know, in the, in the early, just laying down the firewood
0: so that, like, what do you mean? You pulled your hands out of it before it caught blaze. So like, do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? Like uh, you stepped back when yeah. you should have pushed harder, or yeah. you mean you stepped back before it went down?
1: No, I stepped back before it caught worldwide. So I've always done that. If you know me, um, I've always created or been in the forefront of creation. I'm like an early adopter, if you know about, uh, you know that type of thing. So basically, like I'm always a person that like sees it early. Um, I adopt it and I give it to the tastemakers, and then the tastemakers is the ones that make it hot. Um, and then it goes down to the you know normal consumer, and then it goes to the the people who pick up late. You feel me? So I'm always like in the beginning of some shit, just doing it just out of pure curiosity or genuine love. Um, And then I'm a person where I don't really like to do things that the masses are doing, but I'm learning. that It's not a bad thing, but I'm very much like. That's funny that you say that. Yeah. I'm very much like you like, okay. For instance, So I used to have a high top fade like back in like 20 shit. When did I cut my shit? Maybe a a 12, I twisted my hair, right? The reason why I twisted my hair is because too many people started getting high top fades. I stopped doing a lot of things once it caught on just because... A in both. Yeah, but of them.
0: cutting your hair and doing it in a business sense is two different
1: things. No, nah, but I never thought about anything in a business sense, and I had mm-hmm. to learn later. I didn't think about shit. Is like, that
0: what you mean by accessibility? Yes, simple.
1: Like I wanted so, um, my aesthetic of business and clothing, how I see it, like how I, so I don't idolize anybody. I learned at a young age, like you don't idolize anybody, but. You always respect, you know, who came before and you pay attention to your masters There's a difference. So Nego, obey the ape, has always been my mark as far as who I saw as a direct influence. Like if it's one person that I say, this is what I want is Nego. It's always been that way. So. I read a book or I read an article about Nego a long time ago. And it basically just showed like his process. And in a nutshell, before bait got to America in 2003, four, it already had a 10 year lifespan in Asia. So when I found that out, so you see the picture of Biggie Smalls with the bathing A jacket. That's real. You feel me? And I was in 95. So I'm like, Bait was this. So then I started finding out about why they have colored camels. Why is difference in the prints and the names and this and that, why he started it, all this other stuff. And Nigo has always been a direct mark. And one thing about him, he's always known when to say no to popularity and focus on like Longevity of the brand, sustainability of the brand. Like it was at one point, think of like 97, he had like his shit all over Asia. And then he himself was like, you know what? This shit is getting too out of my hand. Like, you know, you start selling to other stores, they start discounting your shit, or you start doing this and they start trying to collab and this, doing all this. And it kind of like cheapens the ideal of like a true visionary. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, long story short, he took all of the bait out of every store. So imagine you scale up to getting into every Macy's in America. And then you say, you know what? I'm taking that shit out of every Macy's and I'm putting that shit in one store in the middle of Soho. No, in the middle of Tribeca or uh, the Wall Street because it was in the business district in Japan on the 27th floor. And you got to show a passport to get in. Like, who the fuck wants to go through this with clothes? But he knew that people would still come and they did. And then five years later, Pharrell brings Bape to America
0: and the rest is history. I'm like, this is. I knew none of that shit. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah, for real.
1: That shit is like, that's one thing I will say is like, I'm like, a. am a nerd for
0: history. When did you read that book?
1: I want to say, and it was in a magazine article. It was in a Height Beast magazine article. It was a special on Bape. Um, I believe it was maybe like twenty
0: fifteen. Yeah. Okay. How long after that did you start Cafe?
1: So I started cat. So it goes. I started a brand called Nineteen Nineties. That was first. Um, that was in two thousand eleven. That was when, or actually 10, that was when my, uh, my best friend, my, uh, my producer, Mitch, Arizona. So we started at 2011. I was in college during the time I started doing runway shows. Um, so in school, before I sold clothes or did the website or any merch, I was like printing clothes in my basement for the, this, uh, just to put them on the runway for lack of better words, yeah. like literally to do fashion shows at my school. And we started doing other schools. Um, and at the time, like we was the only, I was the only straight black streetwear designer in like the whole school system. And it was like, they was like, this isn't fashion at first. Cause it's like people making bridal dresses and like beachwear and like bikinis. And I'm coming with like t-shirts printed that I bought the t-shirt, but I printed and they like, and the logo is. And they happy. were really hating on that? Yeah, at first they didn't get it, like a lot of people. Um the my my the students did because we come from that. We 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 streetwear, we are the age. Like I come from Nike talk. I come from you feel me, uh sneaker news. I come from motherfucking like that era where it's like no, where you it's only eBay that you gotta go to. Or, like, you got to know these, like, underground Jewish sneaker spots or all these little places, these yeah. mom and pops. Like, I come from that era.
0: So it's kind of like the day. I remember of, that. I remember the OG bodega before yeah. bodega blew up. You, you ever me? go to that Boston one? No. So I went there.
1: Uh, Yeah, I went there before in, like, 14. And that shit is, man, that shit like that. And just reading that shit or, like, karma loop. Yeah. Uh, you know, and seeing all the brands there, a life and, and all that shit, man. So, long to 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 sum that all up. While I was going to school, I then started a brand called Season. So, Season spelled C Z E N. So, Season. We'll get into a lot of that later, I'm sure. But Season is really just when I started. So, after 1990s, I got tired of making just streetwear and a friend of mine named Toya Mendez, she was this girl that came from the city. She just transferred schools. And she was like, so at the time I'm doing fashion shows and it's cool, but I'm just doing it like, it's lit, but it, I'm in college. Like, I don't see, I'm just like learning fashion, but I'm just doing streetwear. Yeah. Then she like, yo, the clothes is fire but the show is boring like you gotta actually put some theatrics into it make it tell a story and that's when I started learning about high designers and high fashioning because I'm like I've always been into like product since I was a kid or like teenager you know you hear these things Wayne talking about Dolce and Gabbana jeans yeah. shit like that were so, you born with like a love for it or did you find it I don't mean to cut you no, off no you but... good no please cut me off cause I just keep um I feel like my, uh, I guess like cause loving it at a young age, like yeah, I think that yeah, I feel like okay. So my dad was always like a a fly. Like I'm Ghanaian, I'm West African. So even my my culture, you feel me? Like my father was born there. So I feel like that's just naturally in me, just to be you know uh, boisterous with my clothing and, yeah. and my style choice. But then, um. I was like in the sixth grade. I got some Nike ones for the first time and like the older kids would see me at the store and it was like, yo, when them come out? And I like never got that attention before. And it was like, wow, because I felt like, damn, I did something that nobody thought to do. And then uh, after that, I got into clothes like eighth grade. And then from there, like I won best dress my eighth grade year. And then after that, it was like, then I met my cousin, Camouflage Monk. We get that tattoo. I met him my freshman year, and it was over. So by the time i in college, like, it's just, but I'm still always making music, too. So cafe came from season. I know that was the original question. Yeah. So cafe, so when I started season, I got tired of making streetwear, and I needed to find more purpose in my passion and myself. And I started taking Zen Buddhism, so that's where the Zen, the season. So it's literally me seeing Zen in clothing.
0: That's crazy that you said that because of the show we talked about before. That's <laughs> why I, like, yeah, I was like, that's I was I get you. You feel <laughs> me?
1: Like I literally, because I was in school and I didn't want to take, uh, what was it? Literature one. Instead of taking English literature, I took Zen Buddhism. And instead of taking a uh, history of politics, I took ancient philosophy. It was just like, they sounded cooler. Didn't know none of the context yeah. prior. Found out I did some, that's like mastery level type shit, like Eastern and Western in the same time. And like shit was crazy. And I took a moral ethics class like <laughs> to split them down the middle, all in the same semester. So when I found, uh when I thought about season, that was that. My boy Tris came along. That's like my, my partner crying, one of them. Uh, my boy, you know, Tris. Um, so when he came along, we was doing season. Cafe came because I was in school. And from 2 to 11, uh, two to 7, when my homies is at work, you know, especially like Weez, Weez is the glue, he the middle. So, like, we all go to his crib. But from 2 to 7, they work jobs. I don't got shit to do after class. So instead of going, the block is done. We eat out of the hood. So it's kind of like what, Buffalo, this is pre Griselda, pre Billy Esco growth, pre all of that. So it's kind of like there's no traction in the city. There's no culture outside of the hood. There's no crossing yet. Like we are the cross, but we haven't been permitted into the buildings and we haven't got enough money yet to buy the buildings. Now we own some building. So it was like we had nowhere to go. So I say that to say cafe started from my ideal and hey, I'm going to create this platform where you can go to this site and you could basically act as if you were in a cafe throughout time, like you stop and you like analyze and you overanalyze. So you stop your process. So you ask, okay, it went from that ideal to then 2020. We in the crib all right but when was that when was that, that? was 2016 so i started cafe i say how I started.
0: the original question was after reading that article how long did cafe star which i See, love i love the i'm letting you go off because yeah. this is important like no. i want to hear how your fucking mind Sex. works to that but we're talking about moments right and i was wondering if that was your moment yeah. reading that article one of them. talk about it so M- like
1: one of my moments like i had a moment like a defining like defining moment to spark all of
0: this. Okay.
1: I've had that. You feel me? I have two in my life that vividly, like I have a vivid memory because I pay attention to the moments. That's why I fuck with you. And I didn't even know that you was like this. So nah, it's like, real. we weird. haven't
0: had confidence. You so feel it me? So it's yeah. dope.
1: But it's like this. So that's why I explain things for people who are listening. I explain my thought process that arrived to that ideal before I explain the ideal itself. So sometimes I ramble cause I'm just trying to show you how I even thought, but I say that to say, yes, um, from the Zen Buddhism, um, and taking that and reading about Siddhartha and all of that, like. And that, the babe, you feel me in the babe. So that was 2016. That was 2016. And then I put out an album in 2018 called Cafe. So it went from this idea of creating a space, a metaphorical space that will one day be physical. Then it went into this album of Cafe. Then it became what you see today because the logo is very prominent. And I wanted to like cross pollinate that before I put out the whole idea. So in a nutshell you feel me
0: yeah but in all right <laughs> yo we both like so we're... <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. do you feel like you have created the idea because i the thing about taking your hands out of the the fire before it happens it's like i don't you might feel that yourself but do you think others feel that for you like nah because you're on this show like, yeah, you a, can't say all that shit and then be like, yeah, but I, I'm not really in it. Like, yo, bro, I could, you
1: know, and I could go so much deeper, but ultimately, the reason why I feel so constrived is because I know my true capability. Like, do I,
0: you feel like being extra hard on yourself is the only way that you can keep being better?
1: No. Okay. The only reason why I'm hard on myself is because I'm a Capricorn, so I'm rooted in reality.
0: All right. I'm a cancer. <laughs> like,
1: you feel me? My, I'm like a fucking cancer uh, rising. So I have like a lot of like emotions. I'm very grounded and rooted. So that's why I'm cool with everybody. And I'm like not big headed as much as I am who I am. Like I know who I am and I've been this way for a very long time. Um, But at the same time, I'm so grounded in reality that I see my flaws. And until I... And, you know, we all flawed, we human, but I do understand that I have, uh, we all have a higher consciousness that we can reach and I'm just not satisfied. And I'm always hard on myself. Cause I know there were moments that I slacked, that I shouldn't have, that I could have got further, but I still also realize that I'm blessed still. Like I'm in this position right now when no one noticing and people hear that and be like, bro, you. So I just know, like, if y'all thought this was amazing, I promise you the shit that I wrote down that didn't hit the light from five years ago is fucking like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I know, like, you feel me? Yeah, I I know where I am and I know where I'm supposed to be. So I just know what I got to do now. You know, it's all about what you do today and tomorrow. Fuck yesterday.
0: You do feel like you were off, you had fallen off the path a few times. Mm-hmm. How old are you? 31. Okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like, you wouldn't even think that. I would not, I for real, didn't. Yeah.
1: I'd give a good 25, 26. For real, yeah. You feel me?
0: Now I'm 31. I'm 24. So I thought you were like my age, for real. You feel me? I could definitely yeah. go for that. People always think I'm. Older, I definitely yeah. thought you were
1: a little older, but yeah, then that's right. what I'm saying. But it's like, I don't even feel 31. And I laugh because I'm the youngest. I'm the second youngest in my crew. Like my, you feel me? Ocho, mm-hmm. you feel me? Shout out the bros, the foes is always high, foes are foes down. Um, but I'm the second youngest, so I always felt young. And I've always been around younger people because I just connect. And that's like my affiliation with the homies, too, because I connect. The younger to them,
0: yeah, you feel me. So, but you were able to like live and then learn from your mistakes. I get very scared about like Mm -hmm. learning from. I have to learn from my mistakes in real time Mm -hmm. because I had like the moment that changed me, which the DMT trip I've talked about. But like, and there was a lot of shit around it, life wise. But like, I had that young, young, you know. So it's like. Shit, I really don't want to fuck up the momentum I have. I had. feel you.
1: I think that I can honestly say, like, shit, if I could even talk to my 24 year old self, like, it would be like, be more fearless because, like, as long as you don't die, you're okay. Like, seriously. And, like, I grew up in a very heinous environment. I grew up, like, my niggas that I grew up with, like my homies that I like play football with, like most of them, and you always hear that, like most of them really dead or in jail. Like I got a picture. I played low league football. And out of them 32 kids, it's about five of us that's still like alive and healthy and like doing good. Maybe six, maybe eight if three of them move. But still. You feel me? Yeah, out it of don't 32 matter. kids, it don't like what the, you feel yeah. me. So it's like. And that was just one year. That's not even all the years I played and all the kids I played with. So it's just like growing up, that's always been in the back of my head. I'm a person that um, is, you know, everybody got their fears, but I would say be more fearless because over time you learn from your mistakes, but what you don't do hurts you more later. You feel me? What you don't do hurts you more later because it's like, you look back at how significant you doing that random little thing would have been then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I would say. Like, man, like what? It's funny. I would, man, I still young, but it's like, and I'm cool where I'm at. I'm actually glad I'm this age, this time. But I just remember like what life was like when I was 24. Like you feel me? That was two 2013. So I was, you know, I had just met West. You feel me? I had just 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 met West. <clears throat> How'd you meet? Um, he uh he came into street or was it street game or-, or villa? Villa and skis. Jay skis. My- he was
0: just here yesterday.
1: Word, you know mm-hmm. that's my other best friend. I love uh, that. First class, yeah. Man, listen, that joint was a sneaky joint too. Wait all till you right. right. hear the next one. But uh he brought um a CD in the skis. And at the time, like this is 2013. So like this is so this is around the time where like Conway is this is like right after you got shot. I think Benny might be locked up. Uh because you know, we listened to Conway and Benny in high school. Like those always when Benny was two chain Benny Main. The mayor, them mixtapes, all them shits, like them joints was crazy. And Conway, when he was canning, we always listened to them. So this is after their run. They're starting to go to South, you know, when they talk about them being in the South and running back yeah. and forth. So it's a void in, you know, because Buffalo is competitive. So it was no number one. So everybody was competing. then you got Rick High with Fed. You had us with First Class and then you had Loyalty ENT. You had other couple groups and shit like that. But even that was starting to die down. Like it, we hit a glass ceiling multiple times. So 2013 was like, you want to get the fuck out of Buffalo, anything. You feel me? The streets was bad. Niggas was getting locked up crazy. Like that shit was just a whack time. Ocho was done. So we's kind of like just in the world. Like I was in school. I fucking hated school. And this is around the time. It's crazy. This is actually around the time I had that moment. You Your first like? defining moment. My first defining moment. It was like I don't know if I had met Wes yet or not. I think we had met once, and basically once he gave Skis a CD, he already knew who he was. I don't know. I, I mean, we was buzzing in the city. Yeah. So, but he was older. So it was like, oh shit, okay. We had our group on lock, but it was just like an older dude. We didn't know who he was. We know everybody. We like, who the fuck? So when we heard his music, I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, nah, hold on. This dude is actually fire and he talking about fly shit. Crazy fly And shit. that's the yeah. thing. All my music always been fly. I got music from 07, me talking about Prada, dead ass, and, and bathing Ape still. Yeah. So you know he
0: a regal shit
1: all yeah. that you know so hearing him was like what the fuck and um my cousin monk had just moved to atlanta so he was forging a relationship with wes and i was like i was me and him was inseparable from like the time we linked until he like he he would move a lot like he would move to like Columbus and move back then move to Atlanta like he all oh, he had like deals back in the day he was signed to like it yo he was the most superstar random regular person ever like he been a star like Camel Monk today is calm back then he was West he like in the sense of braggadocious you gonna see I would have
0: never guessed he the never idiot. would know
1: you know and um. Yeah. So everybody was it was just like a, a time where I was just like in my own world. I was in college um, and I say I talk about college a lot because. It's funny, that shit was a very defining moment in my life, and I felt like in a weird sense, no shit, no way, shape or form is this equivalent, but it was like my own form of jail in a sense. Because it was, like, a place I didn't want to go. Now, granted, jail is not college because college is way fucking fun. But you ask some niggas that have been back and forth in the Penetrance their whole life, that shit, like, schooled to them. It's just, like, an all-boy school to them. You feel me? Yeah. And they know how to maneuver. So college was, like, this place where it was, like, because I wasn't, I was there, but I wasn't there. I wanted so much more. I wanted to be traveling on tour. I wanted everything that, like, I'm doing now, but also, like, bigger. Like, but my vision was clear. Like, this is exactly what I want. But the game and industry was Instagram just started. It was none of what we had. So I'm just a kid from Buffalo, like, with this dream. And then one day I went to Toronto and the cops did was flagrant at the border over nothing. I was with OG Soul and the, like they did us so foul, strip searched us all over weed. And I felt so dumb. like just the great. You know, I grew up, we all, you feel me, been arrested before all that shit. Yeah. So I've been in experiences with cops, but that shit, that shit was just different because it was like, yo, bro, y'all know it's nothing going on, bro. Y'all really just had us in there for like five hours we had we had some joints waiting for us i'm like can you wasting my time so tight so i say that to say that was the first day in all of my adult years that i just wanted to hear tupac that's it i just wanted to hear pop like
0: don't, is that your defining moment
1: i'm gonna get to it it's, right. but this is the leading up to it yeah so the I just was banging pocket Gucci all the way to Toronto. I got to Toronto in 43 minutes. It take an hour and a half. I got there 43 minutes on a dot. We had a crazy ass night. End up meeting up with these girls. Beautiful girls had a great time. Yo, this shit was crazy. It was fun as hell. Right. Get back to Buffalo. So I'm in school. I'm chilling. Right. So right before I get back to Buffalo, while I'm in the car. I'm on Tumblr. This is when Tumblr's lit. And I see this word that pop up real fast. Just say avant-garde. So I'm like, uh, I like names. Like I've always been in the names. So it just said in the back of my head, nothing. Right. I go home. I write the word down. Right. I go to school. So this, this other shit was going on. I start researching about the black. No. So I looked up the word. I'm like, what do avant-garde mean? I read what it means. I'm like, this is everything that I'm trying to do. Like, this is everything that I want to be. You feel me? Breaking out the box, doing something against the grain, going like counterculture. You feel me? Yeah. Counterculture. This is prior to anything that exists now. And I'm like, so I research. So they tell me that the Black Panthers was an avant gardeist movement mind you the day before now this is in a time where i'm very into my spiritualness i'm very into like god body like i'm on some like yeah. and this is because of pop my boy don's i'm taking zen buddhism philosophy i'm like really into like politics all type of shit like i'm on some like nah you could listen to like the b-word in the chase and you see i take stances against the industry i don't want no deal because you gotta sign with them to do that this is before independency was big but this is like i don't want that these yeah. do you feel me these is devils they this and that not even on no like weird
0: no, I spooky you, shit yeah, like no, hey
1: rasheed say but no this is real you feel me <laughs> we ain't on that spooky shit but like some real life what's going on yeah. So this is when I'm really getting knowledge itself in this time. So I leave class, and this avant-garde word is like just get in my like I'm just my brain is going. And then literally I looked up and it the word popped up like five times within a span of one place. I look up. And at the time, my school, it was one of the anniversaries for some shit. And it happened to say avant-garde and something else happened. And at this time, working on a project, trying to figure out a name. Yo, that shit, I literally, I remember when I I cried, right? Because I felt it. Yeah. But, yo, the tears, I never cried like that. The tears literally burst. (laughs) Like they were like sprinkling out and I like, was the happiest in that moment. And like, it was so clear, like so fucking clear of like my mission, everything, like literally my whole life. Like, And it was just like, later I figured out what all that meant. But in that moment, I'm like, so then avant-garde the album was that moment of like, and if you listen to it, when we put it back on streaming services, like it's all of that. Like it's literally the start of everything that came to be all this art shit, all this. We are art. We are gods. We, you feel me? Higher yeah. beings, high fashion, care about the clothing, smoothies. And, and what you you eat set in your day. future in them, all of that shit.
0: What are, right, what do you mean by going back? You know what it means now? Like you know You understand what that was now So Again Through
1: time You start to Really Overstand Your understanding So Looking back It just was like That was A real moment Like sometimes You would question that shit Like no Like that was a moment Where I tapped into A
0: universal algorithm And, like, I was there. Yeah. You feel me? That's why, fuck, the third eye shit. Like, I don't know why. That's why why I came to Buffalo the first time. That's why I came first. You know, Buffalo Kids, the year anniversary was is, like, tomorrow. Fuck. And the day I came to Buffalo was because the first time I came to Buffalo was for the Buffalo Kids opening just because I had never been to Buffalo. The only person I knew was Struggle Mike, but I had, like, a a calling. I was like, I have to go. I have to go. This was during pandemic. My family was like, what the fuck are you doing? You've never been to Buffalo before. You've never driven seven hours. I was like, no, I fucking have to go. Wow. Damn. Yo, this look (laughs) No,
1: for real, because that's what I'm saying. That's that you were calling the
0: future in that moment.
1: Yo, very much so, bro. And from then I called the future so many times from my room, and I didn't. And that's the thing. When I say I pulled my hand from the fire, I was nervous that I was going to get burnt. Not realizing that I, my hand was in this fight, like like this, like your hand in the fire, and you like, yo, is it going to burn me? whole time, you you asking a question, but you good. You didn't even realize that you didn't even feel the heat. Like your hand is in the middle of you talking to like, yo, is it? Yo, bro, I'm nervous. And it's like, nah, bro, your hand is in the middle of the fire. You ain't feel it yet. So I will always pull it back. I can realize that
0: I finally know what you mean. And that's crazy because that's exactly how I feel. Like you just have to commit to something and like, you know, once you commit to that and have faith in that, it doesn't matter what it is, but you have to commit to that one thing and just have faith, not not be scared. It's going to happen, but you can't be scared.
1: You feel me? Shit is going to happen. Like, I'm going I'm to say this because like before I wouldn't say it, but it's like, bro. <clears throat> and that's why I'm like, I've always been a proponent of you
0: are great. Not just me. You. We are great. Always. Always. You guy. ever read Be here now? Mm-mm. I feel like you should take some shrooms. Read that book. Yeah. It's by Ram Dass. But he yeah. talks about like you can't. Re- and I don't mean to. And I've said this on the podcast, but I don't mean this in a Christian way. And he doesn't mean no, in a Christian mean, way. Yeah. But he says, you can't realize you're Jesus until you realize everybody's Jesus. Like,
1: bingo, bingo
0: is a consciousness. You
1: feel me? Yeah. That consciousness. That is so much. shit. That's what I'm learning. That's why I'll be struggling between, like, fuck this cool shit, bro. I'm trying to get there because in my soul, I'm tired. You feel me? And my soul, I'm tired. But as a person, I got so much life in me. So it's like, I know that that's why I have to do what I got to do. Because it's like, I'm so close to completing this mission. I feel it this time. And it's like, some people don't even get that. Like, But I understand that. Before, I used to be like, if you don't get it, I don't get you. And then I missed out on life. That's why I love A.A. Rashid. Cause it's like, he the first person that I seen that it made it to the Montauk and was like, hey, but they still cooking now. You feel me? Yeah. I can only get jerk chicken down there. (laughs) So we back where the jerk chicken at, bro.
0: He was my first real like interview that got views. Like Mm. the talking to him, maybe he listened to him. Fucking made me understand a lot of shit. Like, yeah. So I'm like,
1: Man, so that's why I'm saying, like, this year, and this is the first interview I did in a minute, and, like... I appreciate that. No, nah, for I appreciate you, because, like... But I understand why you did, like, even in those first moments of the conversation prior to us kicking off, it's like, man, I, I got it, because, like, this whole shit is a journey.
0: Yeah. And
1: all my music, you listen to all my music, all that shit is, like, me trying to figure out myself through clothes, through 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 art, through fashion, do fucking because clothes and fashion is two different things. You feel me? Fashion is a mentality, it's like a, a persona. Clothing is what you, everybody got clothes. Fashion is like what the clothes and the mentality create. It's like a bunch of shit. You dig? So, understanding all of that. Now, I'm more clear to speak. Before, I just knew, but I wasn't clear. Now it's like, I'm getting more clear with it. I think
0: that come with age and all that. What was the second defining moment?
1: Mm. The second defining moment, man, that was a little bit, that kind of like was a little more personal, but it really just always had to do with like my own. I think there was like a collection of small moments that made that second moment crystal clear because it was like, If you don't get it, you're going to be like almost chastised with the answer. It's like, all right, you don't get it. So now I'm going to like basically put it in front of you, but I'm going to put a blindfold over over you. So it's like almost
0: like torment because you know it's there. That's what I'm going through today, bro. Yeah, bro, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That yeah. shit's wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, that shit, I don't mean the no, nah, nah bro. Not, nah. But nah. I get, and it's the personal shit. I don't even want to talk about yeah, it. But, it like, like f- I know exactly what you mean. It'd be like fuck. Soul. All right, you're talking about your soul being tired, mm-hmm. but like you also feel like you're right there. Mm-hmm. How do you like? What do you do? What do you tell your like? How do you like? Do you just? I used to say little tank mentality, but then someone was like, that's just a little engine that could. <laughs> you, man, like, but like, is that what you do? Like, how do you keep your soul from not like giving up?
1: Man, that's a daily shout out to all the strong women in my life. You feel me? Um, The strong people, period. Uh, Friends, but um, man. Women tell me the most honest shit about myself and I'm able to like be myself, like always myself, but then more like women is going to tell you what the fuck is up in a very, like a very, like articulated language. Like they're going to tell you, like, it's like putting shit in a computer a calculator to get you one answer. Mm. Like,
0: I feel like I have to just say like, Right before, the reason I even did DMT is because I went through a fucking, I thought I was going to move to New York with a girl, whatever, (laughs) like big shit. And then she told me like, yo, you drink too much, the people you hang out with suck, and uh, you have problems with family that you're never going to get successful with if you don't deal with. And I didn't understand her until I did that trip. And I did the trip, and I was like, oh, I understand everything that she's
1: saying. <laughs> like That
0: should be real, bro. Like, that
1: should be real, your experience. Even the bad ones. I went through some shit. You know, I went through some shit. I put some people through some shit. I went through some shit. So I learned a lot. And um, it's an everyday, bro. I go through it every day. Every single day. Some days I win. Some days I Lose or I, I don't say lose, but some days it's just like I don't see it till I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning, and it's like, ah, it wasn't that bad. Like,
0: I think about that. This is a weird thing, but like, unfucking that <laughs> Benny, the new Benny and Cole track, which is insane. Insane. I'll take my glasses off, Benny. I have free Benny written on my wall when I was a
1: kid.
0: <laughs> really yeah. so it just be
1: that shit is extra personal man
0: the first thing he says on that track after tanner talk for you know what it is it's weird Say it. he goes it doesn't this doesn't feel as good as it looks <laughs> that's the first thing he says on a cold track bro he's not even rapping he says that shit's I've been I've thought about that crazy. I've thought about that more than any line that I've ever heard from any Griselda shit. And I love them more than any. Like, I listen to that more than anything. But for him to say that the first thing on Tana Talk for. for that I feel it. He, that's that every day. No one like that's probably what everyone like. You have to do that every day. fucking. Right, unless you was
1: no nah. because <laughs> nah, like everyone deals with a different west is an amazing like you know it's people like west like haji like don't watch tv that like are very emotional people because they care but they know how to not be emotional they are in full control of their emotions like i've you know don't watch TV like truly that's my cousin, that's my family. So I've we've been i know him since I was eight. I've seen him grow from every stage, but I've also watched how he's able to like man his square. It's certain people that like just that shit is like I don't know. Like you see West, like man, that's,
0: you're born with it. Yeah, charisma, That's yeah.
1: Correct. Motherfucker, man.
0: When I met Khan in twenty seventeen. I don't know why he talked to me for like as long as he did. I was like smoking shitty blunts with him outside of a show. Like he talked to me for like 30 minutes on some real shit. And he told me like when Wes was locked up, he knew exactly what was happening. And he said that in twenty seventeen before they even popped up. He was like, Wes was like locked up saying everything that's happening now is about to happen. And that's twenty seventeen. I knew
1: it. I knew I said that. I said, yo, when Wes was in jail. I said it because I, I, I didn't know him when he was in jail. I was like, yo, whatever, like, he figured it out there. He learned how to deal with himself, his ego. He learned, he, I, like, I do cause I, again, like, I knew of Benny. I knew of Benny. I knew of Conway. So I watched him. So Wes, I didn't get to see, but I just always figured, like, whatever. He was and when he was in that cell, I figure like you it's always in you, but it's that moment that turned that shit on like that
0: that defining moment like
1: and he ain't never that's the one thing I respect I mean I respect, but that's one of the things I respect is that he ain't never stopped as much as shit like I really like we really grown to be family. So I know all this shit that he go through behind closed doors that people don't see. Like he handled a lot of things, but I will say like, he just don't, you not know, give up. Monk is another person.
0: I guess we all are in our rightful manner. What do you think about, what do you think the Buffalo, like why, what do you think it is about like Buffalo kids? Like whatever that means. Like, mm. so
1: Shit. <laughs> this girl just told me this like Bible verse yesterday, and I feel like it could be applicable. And it said that uh it's Matthew 20, 16, and my bad for misquoting it for like people who really know the Bible word for word, but it basically say um, the last shall be first. Um so and it goes on. But I feel like We are representative representation of um, the last of the like that what we are doing now, because again, it's going to change to something better, something bigger. But I feel like we were the last of that, like the last of the culture that we know. And we grew up on. Now it's about to be different. In 10 years, the culture that was grown upon, it's not going to be this type. You feel me? This is going to be like, it's because of this that will help it travel to the future. But we were like the last. And it's so the history of it. And it's just God playing like how all this shit is. the Like, bro, I have free Benny on my wall and I didn't know him. You feel me? But he was from my brotherhood, like a hood that I rep. Like, you feel me? Like, like before I met Monk, right when they put me down, I went and I then my mom moved me downtown. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Soon as I'm about to be in a hood where I'm about to meet Benny and them, you feel me? Yeah. I get moved. So knowing them, and then fast forward to being a part of what they're doing. Even a Buffalo kid shit like that came from me screaming low kids for the years through shows just because 2013 when there's nobody around and like Monk isn't making
0: music. The he, drought you were talking The drought. About, yeah.
1: Everybody is like dealing Rick High got kids. They young. He working a job everybody's dealing with real life. I'm not one of the only people that had the luxury of just going to college. Like, I'm out the hood. Like, that's a blessing. Like, I was the one that made it out, but it wasn't... And I was going to South by Southwest. I was going to A3C. I was going to New York Fashion Week. West was me and me there. I couldn't understand, like, who the fuck is this dude? But he cool. It's my man's now. But it's like... In the back of my head is like, yo, bro, we on the same pit from the start. He never took his hand out the fire. You feel me? That he, the more he put gasoline on his hand. Yeah. Like, you feel me? But the whole time we, I'm so I'm in this space. So I'm, yo, low kids, we rocking polo. Again, niggas is on, uh, niggas is trying to do Versace, what the fuck, Versace, because Migos came out, oh no, we on Polo and Nautica, we at the thrift store with it, this is how season came about, because I'm in the thrift store every day, oh, they don't make clothes like this no more, fuck this, I'm going to print my own label in there, I see Virgil doing the same shit, oh shit, this the nigga that be with Kanye, he got a store in, 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 in Chicago. Yo, he just bought Rugby Flannels on discount because Rugby about to go out of business. So he bought them and printed Pyrex 23 on it and had Yay Rocket at the Sandy Hook Festival or Relief Concert. It's just sold out in a day. five fifty for one.
0: I'm like, you feel me? Like, going
1: real site the next day is a screen printing press. I'm always on BBC.com. Cafe season is BBC ice cream. You feel me? Mm-hmm. BBC was more commercial. I mean, ice cream was commercial. It was cute. Reebok did some shit with it. Yeah. BBC, you had to go to the boutique. That season. You got to come see me to get it. You feel me? So this is all during that time. And it's like, now, West knowing how hot shit is, oh, no, they got to know what it is. This is Buffalo kids. This ain't just low kids. Buffalo kids. And now it's like, it's bigger than just it's what's going on. The whole thing.
0: Yeah. It changed everything. Everything, bro. And That's why I don't know why I had to come to the opening. But, like, I couldn't believe how many people were there. Yo, it's crazy. I waited in a year. nine hours in line. Yeah. I know. No one knew me, bro. Like I wait, I was in line with my boy Shamil. My boy Shamil came with me because he wanted to film shit. I got filmed from that day. No one knew who I was. Not that people would know who, I, but like no one knew who I was. Like mm. waited nine hours, got video all that shit. So funny, bro. A year ago tomorrow. Now look. <laughs> shit crazy. This shit's crazy, bro. That's wow. On the same day that all the shits going on, it's just it's a good day, bro. That
1: shit, wow, man.
0: That shit. And we didn't even talk about like no, nah, bro. I tell shit, you right now, bro. none
1: of the shit like we been was supposed to link. And then when I watched, um, cause Matt and I ain't gonna front. A lot of people hit me up for interviews, and two things: one, I, like I fuck with interviews, so I don't do them. But a it gotta be the right space because it's like as you see. I cannot answer questions very shortly. Yeah. So it has to be in the proper platform for me to even divulge this type of information. And then two, it's just like timing, life, shit. So it's yeah. just like it worked out. And let me ask you this, and you can ask me some of this. Boy. So you from
0: Boston? Outside of Boston, Massachusetts. You was in
1: the Bo- you went to the Boston show?
0: Yeah. What year? Twenty seventeen at Middle East upstairs. It was the upstairs one. I think we was downstairs. I'm trying. I was downstairs too. So next year, uh so they it was, it
1: was you went to them two years in a row. Mm -hmm. I was there. I don't know if it was 16 or 17, but I was Wes's hype man for that shit. Really? Facts. Facts. We did all brain knocks that night. Yeah, because that's the same night we met El Davino. El Divino came in the backstage and he was like drunk and he just pulled up on us and just started rapping. And then he knew us like, yo, like we he knew all of us. So it was just like dope. he's just kicking it with us. We smoked with him. Same shit like how Conway.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm. I feel like that was the show,
0: bro. It must be. I feel like, but they could. I, I just found a picture from that the other day. I thought it was so funny. I was wearing a free 03 Greedo shirt. Oh, you a legend! For I that. had Ghost Griselda Camino. Shut that was up. that shit was so funny. Twenty, damn, and I was wearing a damn, bro. You know about 0 three Griselda? Then I've been on all. I was I was downloading Young Thug shit before he signed to Gucci. Like I've been, uh, I music is rap. Music is my like comedy is who I am. But rap music's my passion, but I look Never like read. this, so I can't like oh that's cool, bro. You know
1: what no, I mean? I feel you. Like... Damn, that's
0: interesting, <laughs> man. That's interesting. Yeah, man. I fucking bought it, was like a hundred dollars for a t-shirt just because I was wanted to help him out, bro. I was on 3 early.
1: Fire. Yeah, my man skate put me on an 3 yeah, Dr- uh Draco. He put me on an um you feel me? I love right, like, that was like,
0: sad. Draco and Doll were the two. Those fuck shit, really,
1: Yeah, it's, but like that shit was man. I, I read the
0: article from the, the his photographer. I think that was yeah. that was There it was just like. That but had died like a year before. Like not before even, even a year. You yeah. feel me?
1: So it's just like they just got out. Like that shit was just fucked up. Cause it's like damn, bro. He but was. I got a really show.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. Chal G Perico. Have you listened to the new Tangerines Five? bro. I listen, Fuck, yo. Bro. I go for but I've been dude. listening to him even before his
1: Jay Worthy. Yeah, I, uh, what is it? All Blue? In the other joint, yeah. uh, shout out my boy TF too and Jay Worthy. Shout out to the yo. Shout out to my Cali homies. do networks shout out, shout out to, don't know words. yeah man shout out to all the cali homies bro because i'll be out at cali and then like to meet them later and then get embraced by that side like it's love man shout out to cali, uh cali LASCO. you know how we do yeah bro see crazy so what?
0: remember we were going to start the conversation with the of uh, the fucking title the creator story wow now a we're on. Of- <laughs> Look, and, wild, I, and, and God said, uh,
1: "Now we're on Cali." <laughs> well, yeah. So I was listening to Tyler earlier, um, an interview, and he was doing his shit. And then you had asked me, um, or you had basically said that you know, you just listened to some of his recent work, and
0: because I was on the Conway doing the remix of Wilshire, he put like two minutes of our conversation on the track. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? Uh-huh. And he gave me official feature credits. Wait,
1: Tyler Conway, Conway has a remix
0: a... of Wilshire. Like, not a remix, but like I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm he, like, and he put me like two minutes of our conversation and gave me like credits on that shit. Like beautiful. Like, Shout out like, to Conway. Beautiful. like... Yo, Conway
1: is yo, Conway is the most so, generous uh,
0: gangster. For real.
1: Most generous gangster. Shout out to Big Bro. Um, but yeah, Tyler. So shout I
0: was listening to Wilshire, and I was like, "Oh, this shit's really good." Mm-hmm. No, Tyler. Uh, shout out my uh
1: homegirl Lily Fox, um, founder of Sad Girls Club. She's doing amazing things. She also from Buffalo, doing amazing things in the world with that. Um, but she put me on the Tyler like 2011, and that's another thing. Music like we've always been tapped into that universal algorithm. So like, yeah. Like finding out about Tyler was like he I remember she sent me his Instagram or his Twitter, like only like a thousand followers, like literally just did the first show in New York. And you could look up some of his interviews. He talk about that first show in New York. And like from there, he just blew the fuck up. But she telling me about him, and I at the time like I watched the videos. This like nigga throwing up in his shit. I'm like what the fuck is this dude? Like hell no. I'm way. far. I'm going to clubs. Yeah. Listening to like Drake and like we on some like popping bottles, rocking Polo and Prada. Like we are not
0: on that shit. Hell no. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I'm fine. I'm the smoothest. Like I am. Hell no. We is not on that right. So at the time, so then like then they drop goblin. I'm working this job and like I'm in the freezer. So it's like I'm doing um building pallets for grocery stores. So I'm like, when you get a, a pallet of water or a pallet of fucking whatever toilet paper or lettuce. Yeah. So I gotta get these pallets, put them on this like. <laughs> little trolley scooter thing that you ride that's actually pretty fun but mad dangerous because they go 40 miles and it's 50 people 50 men driving these shits it's crazy and this is like i'm like 23 i'm young and or this is i'm 20 21 and like i'm i'm going to yeah i'm in fucking community college at the time this is before I go to the university. I'm in community college. I hate this shit. I'm yeah. just in it because my mom begging me, don't do nothing but go to school. Like, you cannot not do nothing. I'm like, music or nothing. I'm in school, whatever, working this bullshit job. I'm in the freezer, listening to music. And I'm playing Goblin, and this shit is musically fire. Yeah. Fucking fire. Frank Ocean singing on this shit. And it's like, but he rapping this crazy shit, doing different voices. I'm like, damn. So I always respected him, and then through his career, it's funny how very different. Up, uh, you feel me? A he, he Nigerian, my father. I'm Ghanaian, but they like cousins, like yeah. Ghana and Nigeria. They like they like cousins that, that fight. But they'll fight you together, but they'll fight each other after type shit. You feel me? So um, as his career grow, cherry bomb, uh, flower boy, I'm listening and shit, and it's like suckers. So, you feel me? Like these, it's just crazy. He I'm got like,
0: Wayne and West on song.
1: Crazy. Like then it's like, all right, I started seeing what he was doing with the clothes. And I'm like, I, right. cause at the time, like I was big on high designer before it became a thing because I was into why it costs it so much. I'm like, why does this cost 700? Oh, cause this type of yarn is only made from this fucking sheet. That's on this mountain mm-hmm. that literally only sheds twice a year. Or some randoms, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, over time is like okay. I'm, you feel me? So then we go to Paris, and like we doing fashion week. And when we do the song, Monk sends me the beat. And I know I'm cheating, but Monk sends me the beat. I play it for West. West like, we definitely got to do that. He said, what, geez, uh, Monk sent me 100 beats, literally. I can't find none of them. I'm pissed. He sent me a folder of 100 beats. The first, the first one we played, then like it was like, all right, cool. Second one was 322nd. Third one was French Toast. It was like, <laughs> so it was like, low. so we wrote to them shits. Go to the studio. We in the studio. I, write the, I wrote the hook to 327 the day that I, that I got the beat. Gave it to Wes. He like, I fuck with this joint. I'm over here mumbling. He like, yo, what is it? Like, say that, my say it. He like. So he write, go to the studio, lay it down. So the first song we do, lay that shit down. Second song. He did one song just right off the top. I think it was uh Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. damn. What is this? Off pray for uh Paris. I'm gonna figure it out. Anyway, then we do 327. So when we do 327, I lay my verse or I lay the hook. And um he like, I'ma send this to uh, I'ma send this to Erica Badu. <laughs> right? So he like, I think she'll fuck with it. You know, I'ma see. Like he just like, yeah, you feel me, send it to her, months go by, next thing you know, he like, Joey getting on it. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that's what's up. Yeah. And I had just linked with CJ Fly like a year ago. Okay. Just random, just at... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it was at uh, Yam's Day. Shout out to ASAP my recipes, ASAP Yam's. Recipes. For real. Very crucial one. Um, I'm at Yam's Day, just on stage, just kicking it. I, we walked past, and like I seen him before at Peter uh, Palooza.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then like, we didn't really know each other. Like, he said, what's up? You know, he probably seen me. Yeah. In the video, you know, same shit. Like, I seen you, seen me, type shit. So we was walking by, it's like one of them, the Spider-Man moment, <laughs> like, I know you. Yeah. And it was love, like just off of me. like, yo, what's up, bro? So then he like Joey getting you know, on. I'm like, I bet, cool. And then maybe like three days before the song, is like Pray for Paris is coming out. Somebody was like, I think Monk got drunk. There's day days out. Monk was drunk and was like, yo, I think Tyler, he's like, son of a Tyler. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I seen a leak with the name, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is the most random of things because it's like, I listen to Tyler a lot. You feel me? So it's like, I listen to his, when he draw albums, like, I'm tuned in. You yeah. feel me? I fuck with what he's doing and how he, you know, so and then it's funny because then the verse is like wow so it's like (laughs) it's like yo it's like yo he really but then to peep them one of the greatest uh credits to a lyricist is when another mimics there so it was dope to like get that like yeah oh i must have did something <laughs> did You
0: feel me? Because yeah, it was, was like, circle. yeah, it was full fucking circle. So like, you didn't know he was on the track until hell, like a day before. The day literally. before,
1: niggas sending me the link. Like, I mean, the leak. <laughs> like, yo, bro, you gotta. F-. Like, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I'm like, nah. Then I heard it the day of. Fact. Which track was it? Uh, the 327. That's when I. No, nah, I mean they were oh. thinking
0: about before. Um, what is it? Hold on. Man, what is it?
1: Oh, Eurostep. Oh, okay. He did that shit in one tape. God damn. He fucked up and he did it again. He did it in one tape. That's insane. One
0: tape. Yeah. Man, I, we should we gotta do another one. We are we already what? did like an hour and a little bit. Fuck. Yo, we really ate. T- <laughs> we did talk about we ain't shit. Talk about we shit. didn't talk about. I could literally go for another. Yo, hour, for real, bro. I mean, like,
1: so, like, I guess, like, <laughs> we. Because, like, I came talk- here with an agenda to also talk <laughs> about current shit and end up uh, giving y'all the backstory of whole life, like <laughs> I normally do. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, I'm with it. We definitely need another one. Um. <laughs> you know, I definitely got some new shit coming up. I
0: yeah, guess. bro. I, I can't yeah. wait. I want to hear about all that yeah, shit. I, I looked mean, at the clock I was like, that's I was crazy. like damn, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new shit coming. Uh, we starting that journey starting uh, March. 22nd on Cafe Season and then um, .com, so we starting from the platform, and then it launches everywhere. The project comes out on all DSPs on the 25th of March. Oh, that's dope. Um, so that's the first one. Where in the world is Billy Esco? Um, and then yeah, bro, we about to about to go on a run now. I'm about to put my whole, you know, everything in the fire.
0: Like jump both feet. yeah, Yeah, just both
1: feet in. Like we've been playing for so long. I got the burn mark, so it's like... It's your time. Yeah, might as well just like a phoenix, bro. You feel me? Just see Kanye having his moment. Like, he having his phoenix rising. As crazy as it looks, my man is ascending to a whole nother plane. No. So it's just like, I'm on the same path, man. I advise everybody at home, get on your shit. Man, thank you for coming on. That's a fact. Thank you for listening me talk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This, nah, this is mean, this was dope. This is one this of my, is, my favorites, man. Thank nah, you. This is ill, bro. This is this is funny because when it comes out, I was like, this is exactly what you say you wasn't gonna do. He was going, <laughs> yeah. <just> gonna stick <laughs> to the plan, answer questions. <laughs> but no, nah, man, this was this was well needed, man. I hope the people enjoy this, man. Peace yeah. out, everyone. Peace.